This is Jan Swift, and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. I'd like to thank our sponsors who make our podcast possible. We take our podcast with the ongoing support of Raider and Jason Sikora, our sound engineer. Raider is a hands-on IT service provider that integrates all of your needs for advanced technical support, effective communication options, and cybersecurity. Raider's motto is, you just want it to work. We understand. Please visit RaiderSolutions.com for more information. Iberia Bank and First Horizon, who are now one bank. Two relationship-driven banks, both leaders in the industry, have officially joined forces. The combination of Iberia Bank and First Horizon creates a leading financial services company dedicated to enriching the lives of their clients, associates, and their communities. I'd also like to thank Lafayette General Health, who has joined the Oshner Health family and is now Oshner Lafayette General. As one health system, Oshner Lafayette General will provide expanded services and enhanced care from the familiar faces you already trust. Oshner Lafayette General means more resources to help solve healthcare's toughest problems, reinvesting in our communities, and being further committed to health and wellness. Oshner Lafayette General, together means more. Learn more today at togethermeansmore.org. We're joined today by Brett Bayard, immediate past president of the Lafayette Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis partnered with the Lafayette Parish Public School System and 24 of our public elementary schools to launch the Rewards for Reading program. The goal is to inspire and excite our youngest students to read. When a student meets their accelerated reader goals, their name is placed in a drawing for prizes, which includes two bikes awarded to each school. Brett Bayard also has a professional life outside of Kiwanis. He works for Mater Engineering, holding professional certifications in mechanical and civil engineering, and he is a registered professional land surveyor. He specializes in solid waste disposal and collection, wastewater collection, historic weather analysis, and transportation. Brett was the engineer and surveyor for the Moncas Park Phase 1 project. He is an avid hunter and fisherman and lives in Lafayette with his wife, Erin, and their five children. And I'm honored to have you on Discover Lafayette. Brett, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for, uh, for inviting me. Yeah, and we're in the COVID studio, right? We're still <laughs> taping yes. at my home, and I appreciate you coming here with all the, the commotion. Um, and I think we should just jump right in. We were talking before we started taping. COVID has really affected probably your professional life, but mainly like your your volunteer life. It's really affected Kiwanis and, and some of the activities you're involved in. It, it really did. It, professionally, we didn't stop working, but I created a home office mm-hmm. and I was there for about a month or so. And, and a couple of us that, that had the capability to work from home, we did. As far as the Kiwanis, um, Kiwanis life, we uh, we tried to keep rolling. We, we didn't want to stop, you know, especially during COVID. The need was greater if you know the need didn't go away it actually was greater during the COVID that's that's how we saw it so we meet every Tuesday at the Petroleum Club so when the when the, the when everything was shut down which would have been March uh March 20, March 16th of 2020 we had a meeting the next day that one got canceled and then we canceled a second meeting the next one 
And then we learned what Zoom was, which <laughs> with everybody else, I, I, didn't, I didn't even heard the word, never heard of the program. And people we, heard of it, but then they couldn't always get the webcams, yeah, right? That was a tough thing. It was, it was a challenge. Yeah. It was a challenge. Um, but we learned it real quickly, mm-hmm. and we just we started meeting on Zoom. And the first couple of meetings, we just shared lunch and just talked and just, mm-hmm. how are you doing? And checking in on each other because it was such a weird and scary time. Yeah. Eventually, we got our speakers to get on Zoom, and we, we resumed with speaking. And mm-hmm. actually, I was probably the first, I'm sure, the first president, because at the time, I was the president when all this happened. So it was, a, it was a transition. Right. I was probably the only president to conduct a Lafayette Qantas meeting sitting in a ball field in Rain, Louisiana. You did? Yeah, I was actually working on a job, doing some drainage uh-huh. uh, for, the, for the Rain park system. But I had to get off real quick, and I jumped in my truck and fired up Zoom on my laptop. And right. I even brought the bell. The bell's on the back seat. I rang the bell from Rain, Louisiana. So it was a unique time. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. Was fun. Well, tell me about Kiwanis. Like, you know, we all know the name Kiwanis, but what, um, what do you guys focus on, guys and women? I know you've got um, women's upcoming president, Mary Nain. I want to shout out to her um, with Iberia Bank. But you, you've got... A lot. You guys work year-round trying to make our community better. That's right. So, so Kiwanis is, a, is an international organization, and our mission is to make the lives of children better. So everything's focused on, on children, okay. uh, unlike you know some might, might be networking or other types of goals. So everything we do is for children. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our, our mission statement is actually Kiwanis is a global organization of volunteers uh, dedicated to improving the world one child and one community at a time. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. In Lafayette, uh, the Lafayette Qantas Club, we're the second biggest in the state. We're a little over 100 members. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women, have, especially recently, have joined, including Mary and, and Leticia Walker with KTC and a, and a bunch of women that are um, in our leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're happy to have them. Yeah. But What are so, some of the projects you've done in the past before we get into the, the reading program? I yeah. know you've been very active. Yeah, we're very active. Our, our, what most people know as far as the high school jamboree, mm-hmm. which is the, the kind of the kickoff of football season for Lafayette. And that's where we, over two nights, a Thursday and a Friday night, we host 12 football teams. And they have you know, jamboree-style games. And it's just really a good kickoff of the football season. Uh-huh. And that's that's really what we're known for, but it's also where we raise our funds to do what we do throughout the year. Cause, you know, we do 20, 30, 40 different you know, organizations we help um, on an annual basis, plus we do other things as the, as the need arises. And, and so that's our typical year. Mm-hmm. Last year was not typical because 2020, all the jamborees were canceled. So we were not able to have a jamboree. And, and the way we make... Uh, we raise our funds for Jamboree's primarily through our sponsorships. It, it's not the ticket sales. It's, it's really, it's really to you know the sponsors, the people that come yeah. in and buy advertisement from us mm-hmm. and and just make donations. And and every penny that we get goes directly back into the schools because we are we're all volunteers. There's no staff. There's right. no expenses. Everything goes back to the programs. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it, that it's it's from it, year to year. It is. Yeah, every year we do it and. And so last year, you know, Jamboree was canceled, so we pivoted, and we, we had a golf tournament. A lot of our sponsors stuck around and, and mm-hmm. supported us on that end. Good. And uh, we, we saw it coming with COVID, you know, back when March when it started. Uh, we, we knew that there was going to be a need, so we kind of took a step back and tried to hold off some of our money because mm-hmm. we do have ongoing commitments to the key clubs. We, we sponsor four key clubs, okay. that, which are the high school equivalent of Kiwanis. So we had to hold back so that we didn't lose them. So we kind of kind of held some money back to the next year, and the golf tournament helped. So we were able to keep rolling. Um, 
unfortunately, a lot of the things that we do, we are sponsoring camps and stuff, those got canceled. So the, the flip side is we, we had a lot of less people asking for donations too. So it kind of helped as well as Fine. far as keeping our keeping our, our ability to, to fund projects. Are things kicking back up again? Are you hearing that things are coming back to life? Oh, for sure. Especially yeah. now that we know we have a jamboree and we have a date set. It's going to be the the, uh, the last Thursday and Friday in August, mm -hmm. the 26th and 27th, I believe. That's going to be a wonderful night, huh? It's going to be. Two nights. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be our first one back. Uh, this will be our 69th. Last year would have been our 69th, but this will be our 69th uh -huh. jamboree. Uh, this, the, the teams are set. I don't have them in front of me, but they're ready to go. Yeah. Um, we we usually have a Cajun field, and I'm assuming we probably will, but we just haven't nailed that down yet. Mm -hmm. But we do know we're having it, and we're very, very excited and ready to go. Before we move on, I want to ask you, I see you've got five children. Are are they in the school system here? I mean, how, how old are your kids? My oldest is 20. Okay. He's graduating from UL this Friday. Well, congratulations from UL. Yeah, he's going. He graduated from UL. That's quick. Yeah, he, he graduated a little young from high school. Yeah. And he's, he's graduated in math. He's going oh. to University of California, Santa Cruz, going to get his Ph.D. in math. Congratulations. Thank you. To him, too. I mean, but thinking yeah. you and your wife <laughs> must be so proud. We are. We're quite proud. Yeah. And then the other four? Yeah, the other four. So my, my uh, next one down is my daughter, Blair, and she is um, graduating high school. So we homeschool. So we, we uh, all our kids have been homeschooled. Okay. And so um, she's graduating uh, to go to mechanical engineering to uh, focus on mm -hmm. medical. She wants to eventually become a doctor. And then I've got uh, two more daughters that are both teenagers. So I've got uh -huh. three teenage daughters now, and my youngest is 10, a boy. That's wonderful. Gosh. Yeah. We did a podcast on homeschooling a while back. I guess it was last year with Kel DePoinot. And I was really surprised. I didn't know much about it, Brett. But the kids really can, they can accelerate their learning time, you know, mm -hmm. and they can do it in less time than it takes sometimes to be in the traditional school system. They could, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't our intention. Right. Uh, our oldest, we... Uh, Sounds like he was driven, though, to oh, he, He's driven. He's a, he's a quick learner. And he's... Mm -hmm. When we, we thought we were getting into ninth grade and we started working on a curriculum and we started working with outside groups on it, mm -hmm. and they looked at what he has done, they, they put him straight into 10th grade. And it was... By accident. Wow. So, yeah. So he did get a head start. He got a head start. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and we, and we have the, you know, the homeschoolers have all the organizations. You know, I mentioned key clubs. Uh, the, there's a homeschool key club that our club sponsors. Okay. My daughters, my three daughters are in it, and they all have been leaders in it and right. been different different offices in it. Right. So they they have plenty of opportunities to do mm -hmm. things too. Yeah. Well, before we talk about the, the reading program, I'd like to pause and look back at a podcast we did, Brett, with Dr. Holly Bofi. She is our District 7 member of the Louisiana Board of Elementary and Secondary Education, which we know is Bessie. And it sounds like you've got the same message that she has, but she says the most important thing you can do is read to your children, talk to your children, love your children, and get your children ready for school by engaging their minds. And so in this clip, she discusses how her public service is motivated to provide each child the tools they need to have a successful life. Let's take a listen. I think it is upon us to give children as many opportunities as possible to be successful early on. I hear people talk about, well, it's the parenting, right? It's not the mm -hmm. education the children have, but it's the parenting. And my pushback on that is we have the next generation of parents in our schools. And if we can provide them opportunities that will result in a successful life. Now, they have to make it happen, right? Mm -hmm. But if we can provide opportunities that lead them to success in their life, 
then they are going to be able to provide more for their children. And so I think as educators, we should be doing everything we possibly can to close gaps. Um, And so I, you know, after I was chosen as teacher of the year and started to encounter people who felt this way and people Mm -hmm. who have a vision for Louisiana not being in the, you know, low 40s, the bottom anymore. And now I don't I don't want to be 49th forever. And I feel like I've been given certain opportunities in my life that I can contribute to us climbing the ladder. And um, that's that's why I ran. Welcome back to Discover Lafayette with Brett Bayard of the Lafayette Kiwanis Club. So let's jump in, Brett, with what you're doing while you're here. We're, we're taping this on May 10th, and I know this is a big time of year for the Rewards for Reading program, which is launching. It's, you've got a big, mm-hmm. big launch about to take place. If you want to tell us what Kiwanis is doing to help motivate our youngest students to learn to love to read. Yes, and this is a program I'm very excited about. I first learned about it in, in 2019. There's another club in, in Metairie called mm-hmm. the Dawnbusters. And they've, they've created this, and they're trying to promote it around the country, and we're the first to really take it from there. And, and they've grown it into a, a, a huge success, in, injecting one or two million dollars a year God. into the school system and uh-huh. prizes and, and incentives. And this is what it is. It's an incentive program for kids to keep up with accelerated reader goals. And so we, we were going to try to do this at the beginning of last school year. Uh, or this school year, mm-hmm. but with COVID and the kids not going in, we took a step back and and, and realized this probably wasn't the right time. Then Home Bank comes around and, and they had a um, an opportunity to apply for a, a donation, which we, we did, and we did it for this program, and they donated $2,500 uh, right around December, right around mm-hmm. Christmas time. And that was, I think, on a Friday. The, that, Tuesday, that, that weekend, I thought about it. I said, you know, I have this money. And I'm sure there is a need. We probably need to do something now. So I contacted the school system that next week on, on Tuesday. And I got in touch with uh, two great individuals of the school system, Randy, Randy Bernard and Catherine um, Guillory. They're, they're both in the, in the school system on the, for the reading and, you know, and involved with the libraries. And they've been working with me to, to implement this program. And, and we just jumped in, jumped in feet first and rolled with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the home bank money was enough to buy about a third of the bikes I needed, but I wanted to do two bikes per school, and there's 24 schools, so I needed 48 bikes. So then I went to my club and said, guys, we need to do something, and, and the members showed up. And mm-hmm. So we're funding this effectively with member money. It's just right. our, own, our own money right now this year. But I, right. I gave money. We all did, and we're, we're sponsoring this ourselves um, just to show we have in our own, our own uh, skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, it, it really grew a lot it grew more than I even expected. I was hoping to get two bikes for school, but it, it exploded. Now I'm 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 at four of those Razor scooters for each school. For each school, mm-hmm. so my office has almost a hundred scooters in them right now because wow. all this stuff's in my office. So you're, you're having to work from home now, huh? <laughs> no, I should. Yeah, just really. Just, I have nowhere to walk. Right. No, seriously, I have boxes everywhere in my office right now. Uh, the bikes we we delivered the bikes, uh, which was convenient because we didn't have to store them, mm-hmm. didn't have to coordinate. And what's great about delivering is when we started delivering, the, the, the librarians actually were so excited. And I mean, every librarian we saw was just so excited to get the bikes because they knew it was coming. And they instantly started walking to every classroom and showing oh, the kids, these are the bikes you're going to so get. So sweet. Oh, it, it was so sweet. 
um, I think it was Prairie Elementary when, when the Kwanian brought the bikes there, the kids were cheering because they knew what it was. They knew it was far. Mm-hmm. They're so excited they have a chance to maybe win a bike. Brad, you were mentioning to me earlier that the things you're hearing about the kids are not only about how excited they are, but that you were excited to hear about this. What are some of the, the stories you've been told? Well, you know, the librarians will, will tell us what, what they're seeing and what they're hearing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we're hearing stories that, you know, the, the five-year-old sibling that's reading more books now than the high school older siblings, they're just so, ex- <laughs> so excited because they want to get those points, you know. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there, there's another kid who's in Broadmoor that it was given up video game time to read more books. Which that that's pretty remarkable if you think about that. The, the kids, very encouraging. Very encouraging. <laughs> yeah. So you know the, the librarians are very exciting. Um, I, when you know some of the data is coming back, the, uh, the 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 accelerated reader program ended on on April thirtieth to give the the librarians time to collect all the books that mm-hmm. were lent out and to to grade the kids. And so we're getting some of the data back now. It should be all tabulated, but what we did see so far is encouraging. You know, this is a COVID year, and, and it's going to be hard to compare apples to apples for previous mm-hmm. years because before a kid can walk in a library at any point and, you know, get the books, right. the, um, the the Charles Burke Elementary Librarian told me that they, she has kindergartners who's never seen the inside the library because of COVID. They're not allowed in the library. So the librarian will walk around with a cart and try to predict what these kids will want to read. Mm-hmm. Do you want this book? Do you want that book? So they're not getting the books fast enough. And so it's going to be hard to compare. But we have data from before we started this with the first half of the school year, and then we have the data from the second half, and the school system's telling me that they're up 58% the second half from the first half. So when we introduce the books, all of a sudden the reading improved, more more reading Mm -hmm. of 58%. So we know we're seeing some improvement. Right. Dangling that carrot of a bite. It is. It is. So comparing the first half of COVID to the second half of COVID is very encouraging. I can't wait to see what a full year yeah. of regular school what this is going to be. Right. I may be putting you on the spot. Do you have any idea of how many kids are in the kindergarten through fifth grade level? Yeah, there's in- there's actually 14,000 kids okay. in the schools that we're trying to serve. Okay. Now, what we're trying to figure out is how many of these kids are meeting their goals. I'd like for every kid to get something, which I'm sure is going to be thousands of prizes, mm-hmm. which we can't do just our membership. We need some help. But my goal would be to give every kid who hits a, their goal something. It's, right. If it's a gift certificate to go have a meal somewhere or to play mm-hmm. a game at something, just something to give these kids something to walk away from that, you know, I want something. Right. That's the whole goal. I love that. We all like to be, you know, recognized. That's right. Yeah. Let's back up and tell me what the accelerated reading program is. I'm familiar with the term, but mm-hmm. what do the kids have to do to comply with that? Okay, yeah. So every every kid is given a reading goal. It's okay. based on their own skill set. Starting in? It's kindergarten. Kindergarten uh, through fifth. Actually, it goes through middle school, I believe. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're focused on elementary mm-hmm. schools right now. Um, so every kid is going to have the individual goals, and those goals are set by either the teacher or the librarian. And, and on a non-COVID year, the kids can go to the library and they'll pick books that are within their categories. And if they can pass a score, I think of about 85 on that te- on the reading, you know, on that mm-hmm. specific book, they get points and okay. they get words or you know, get a score of words. And then when they meet their goal, that's oh. when these, these kick in. So they read a book and then they get a little quiz on it. They get a little then quiz on it. And they read another book and... They get more quizzes. Okay. And so what we're doing here is... Once the kid reaches their goal, uh-huh. their, their name gets put in a hat. 
And they have a chance to win one yeah, of the two bikes or one of the four scooters. Or scooters or the gift bags from UL or uh-huh. Cox. I mean, I've got gift bags that are being given to us, 120 Happy Meals. It's, Thank you, McDonald's. Yes, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the library system gave us 50 gift bags with little trinkets and bookmarks and stuff, yeah, yeah. stickers. So maybe um, this year if a child doesn't win, they know that next year. They exactly. have just as, you know, they have a good chance where they could win. Yeah. And, and as far as the kids know, it's only two bikes. They have no idea we're coming with good. all this other stuff. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a shocker. They mm-hmm. think there's only two names or no, they were actually pulling 10 names for school. Yeah. So I went to the LPSS site and I saw there were 25 public elementary schools, but you were saying that one of them is and, n- not in the mix yet. And unfortunately, They're, Truman is is, uh, is is not kindergarten. I think it's pre-K, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. don't have the accelerated reader. Well, no. I mean, they, yeah. if they can read at that age, <laughs> exactly. they're, they're doing well. Then they're already ahead of the game. Yeah. So um, this is exciting. I'm just thinking it's a lot of effort, and each school now is going to have, I guess, a, a ceremony or a raffle, right? How is yeah. that going to work? So it's going to be different this year. Uh, you know, the ultimate goal is to do it in the class auditorium or, or some big group setting. Mm-hmm. You know, if you and you can Google uh, rewards for reading Kiwanis and you see the the Dawnbusters how they do it. And that's our goal. They have music, they have dancing. The kids are on stage just parting it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we obviously can't do that this year. Up until a couple of weeks ago, we were going to do it in a library with a Zoom link, but we actually now we're going to move it outside each one of the schools. We're going to show up, and there's going to be a camera. There's going to be a Zoom link that's going to be zoomed into all the classrooms, and and the librarian is going to help us pull the names and stuff. So your Kiwanis Club members are going to physically go to the schools. And- every one of them. Uh-huh. That's right. That's We're going wonderful. to go to every one of them. We're actually going to have media at a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that six of the twenty-four will have some media there. As when well. is this going to take place? We start. We start Wednesday afternoon. So May twelfth. Uh, twelfth, May twelfth, uh-huh. yes. And it goes through. The it end goes of May? through May twenty-six. Is uh-huh. that Wednesday? So it, we're going to do every morning and evening. So at first thing in school or the last thing of the day to not mess up the school day. Right. So you know before they get started or just before they get on the bus. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to minimize that impact. And I want you to share what you shared with me. Um, it wasn't easy getting all these bikes. I mean, this has really been a crazy time for people. People all, all wanted bikes. Right, during COVID, because yes. they could get out and ride their bikes. So you really had to do some searching. I did. So I had a meeting in Crowley <laughs> one evening, and I decided, well, while I'm in Crowley, I'm going to stop at the Walmart. I'm just going to see what, what's out there. Because I've heard cause. rumors that, yeah. that they're hard to get bikes. And then I panicked, because I found one bike mm-hmm. that fit the criteria, which was a 20-inch bike. Right. And we try to get something that would, that would meet every kid's size in that age group, right? And and then I went to the Walmart Ambassador, and I think maybe one more bike. And I went oh, to Academy, gosh. not a bike. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to find 48, 50 bikes in, in this environment. So we got a little panicky. Um, so I called in a membership. And, and, you know, this has been a group effort with our, our, our club. We have so many great members. We started going to the academies here and the Walmarts and Bridge and Iberia, and we just we just went everywhere. Mm-hmm. And every time they restocked, we were buying more bikes and walking out with baskets of bikes and then I literally walked out with a basket full of helmets because we bought helmets for every oh, one of the bikes. Oh, helmets too. Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't think about that. Oh, we, we loaded up on bikes and helmets and everything. Mm-hmm. It, it, it looked silly walking out of the Walmart with bikes you know, off the rack, off of my, my basket, trying to hold on to them. And it, it was it was fun. We bought a lot of stuff. Do you remember as a kid, though, the excitement of getting a new bike? I know. There's nothing like it. It's not. No, it's you know? Gonna, it's going to be great. I know. I just think back. I mean, 
it, it's just there's no better gift no. to give a child, except maybe for the gift of learning to love to read. Yes. And that's the whole point of this. That is it. Yeah. That is yeah. it. And they don't see the advantage of the the, the big gift yet. They, they see the right now mm-hmm. they can see the bike, but eventually they're going to learn that second gift, which is the reading. They'll get it when they're older, though. For sure. And that's, they can pass that along to their own children. That's right. Yeah. I think a lot of our members are going to have what we call our Kiwanis moment. And we all have that. It's that first time you do something, you realize why you're doing it. Um, like why we're here to help the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Kiwanis moment is uh, we have an Operation Magi a program that we do for Lafayette. We've been doing this one for over 40 years. And we bring uh, kids that are homeless. Usually they live apart from their parents, maybe like in a car or just with grandparents with no solid place to call home. Uh, they're brought to Walmart on Pinhook, and we buy them Christmas. We, oh. we spend about $150 per kid. Uh, start off with clothes because mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have their own clothes. Because um, they move around a lot, like things right. get left. Huh? Or they just get whatever's left around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we buy them presents. And that's where most of us have had our Kiwanis moment. Mine was just a, a little girl just saying this is the first time I ever got my own clothes. That wasn't just some hand-me-down or something that was just used and torn and tattered. That was her first new set of clothes. You know, other other you know stories where kids just wanted to make sure you got something from a mama too, or really? something. From mom. Yes. It's, what would they get? Like, do you remember the kind of things they'd want to get from mom? You know, I don't. I, I didn't have that happen to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but they always were. Mom was always a, a concern. Yeah. You know, where was you know? A lot of them were concerned about that. Beautiful. Or their siblings. Yeah. And so it's. It, that's always been you know one of our favorite things to do. We do mm-hmm. right before Christmas, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's a great thing that we that you know for us to participate in. So the jamboree is really what enables you to do these programs year in and year that, out. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, without jamboree and our sponsors, you know, we, we couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Brad, I'm thinking Lafayette is such a generous place, and I know we're like other communities, but when you think about the number of people here that are involved in programs like Kiwanis. You know, your fellow Rotarians mm-hmm. or people in all these different organizations that give back, it, it really makes a difference for all of us. And it probably, you get as much, if not more. Oh, for sure. You know, by giving, you get so much back. For sure. It's it's, yeah. it's worth it. It's so uh, worth it. Yeah. Well, um, anything you were supposed to share about Kiwanis besides your mission? Is there anything else? Uh, you're meeting again in person, you said. Yeah, we're meeting. I know you want members. You want people to know that there's room at the table. For sure, we always we're always looking for new members, and so we, we're a service organization. Uh, we're also a networking organization. We have a lot of great great members. We can always use more. We meet every Tuesday at the Petroleum Club for lunch. We always have great speakers. So if you're interested, go to our website. That's LafayetteKiwanis.org. LafayetteKiwanis, all one word. There is a contact us button that you could send an email and you know just say hey we're interested mm-hmm. and come as our guest we'll, we'll we'll pay for your lunch yeah we actually ask you to come for three lunches just make sure you are a fit we don't mm-hmm. we want to make sure you're a fit for us that you know we're fit for you and so you know come join us we can always use more members i promise mm-hmm. you you won't regret it i've been to your meetings you do have a lot of nice members no it's it's great and we've become friends you know some yeah. of my best friends now Mm-hmm. Are, are those members? I know you said Chris Rader, who's an integral part of this podcast, is a member. He's a I member. I know that's a seal of approval, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of companies are represented um, at our table. Yeah. Well, look, I want everybody to please go look at this rewards for reading program because it may be that 
others want to get involved, even if it's just contributing, you know, to the cause for next year. This, this is such a wonderful gift they can give all of our students. And um, I know that you give back more when Absolutely. you give. So, well, Brett Bayard, um, past president, immediate past president of Lafayette Kiwanis Club, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And a shout out to Mater Engineering, because I know they must give you a lot of flexibility with what you do. (laughs) I know you're busy, but this takes time doing your volunteer work. And I'd like to also thank our listeners. And please remember our sponsors. Uh, We're so grateful for Iberia Bank, which is now a part of the First Horizon family, Oshner Lafayette General, and of course, Raider, and in particular, Jason Sikora, who mixes our tape and makes this possible. We're very grateful for you. Please visit our website, discoverlafayette.net, where you can find Brett's interview and about, I've counted today, 214 other interviews that I've done. So I'm very proud of the, the library of local professionals and leaders that we've interviewed, Brett. I'm glad you'll be part of that. Yeah, me too. On behalf of Discover Lafayette, this is Jan Swift. Thank you so much. 